Hey everybody, welcome to Kirk and Off, a wiki podcast where my cousin and I talk about Kirk Minahan and the happenings inside of his world. My name's Buddy, he's Blind Mike Daddy. Blind Mike Daddy, say hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> BMD, so uh, it's Thursday night, we just recorded with Madawaska Rob, great yep. conversation, I can't wait for you guys to hear it in about what, five, six minutes. Um, we talked about the, the sound quality of the shows a little bit um, with Rob, let's just go through Monday and Tuesday's show. Um, like just quickly, what did you? How? What did you? How? What have you thought? Excuse me, of the shows so far this week. They were unique shows. Um, of this course, shows yeah. Kirk's. I don't want to suck Kirk off too much, but it shows Kirk's talent. You mm-hmm. know, and, and what he's able to do when it, the 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 table of the deck is stacked against him, especially on Monday, where Kirk's lisp came back. You'll hear that obviously if you listen to the episode on Monday, and then and then the Wednesday's episode was unique. It was something different. You know. They're driving mm-hmm. around, uh, recording the podcast for the first time on a phone, I think. And we get we get a new character and Gary Butt, so we'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. So so it's awesome. It was just a good week. It was a decent week. Yeah, I, I honestly I like I like the shows, and I know that like you're not allowed to say that anymore. You're a you're a kimp or whatever if you say you like the show. Like, I I understand that. Um, and again, I think I say it probably every week now. I I have never denied that. Um, but I just like. I, I don't want to say I get frustrated because I don't because everybody's entitled to their opinion and I really like whatever if if and I'll just like point him out like I know he listens like if like if high blind Mike doesn't like the shows that's fine you know what I mean like I don't care but like I think sometimes those guys are like they hold it against us that we like the show like like I'm not saying and and again I'm not saying that I'd put it in in the top hundred shows but I didn't mind Monday or Wednesday show yeah the sound quality was poor but like I listen, we listen to a lot of shit where the sound quality is poor if you listen to this the sound quality is poor like if you if if Kirk was on location at, at Foxwoods sound quality would be poor if he was working for EEI if he was working for Barstool it's the same thing so that that's the part where like like again I I, I never like get frustrated like a, but a part of me always wants to jump in because. Like, I feel like we're not allowed to like the show sometimes. Like, not every show is going to be 100 out of 100. And, and, I, and again, somebody I know who listens, um, our, our boy David, um, he was like, he's like, well, shouldn't we want great shows? And I totally understand that. Like, we, we should want every show to be 100 out of 100. But, like, I'm just not going to bitch about a show when, like, sound quality is, like, a little bit shitty because they're in South Carolina doing a whole bunch of other stuff. Yes, maybe his I'm attention is off KMS, but, like, I think it's worth it. I'm on hold. Oh, I'm you're on, on hold. Ho- Oh, BMD's on hold. Jesus. But we should go to the news. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. All right. Good idea. Let's go right to the news. We interrupt Kirkinoff to find out what's been going on in the Minifan world with Andrew Augustus. Fribble me this. Is the relationship with Friendly's dead? We learn that Carabas likes his salad tossed. And Kirk is the bagger carcass king. I'm Andrew Augustus, and this is the Kirkinoff Minifan News. Last week, Friendly rose to the peak of the Minifan world after they were interacting with the show and fans, encouraging and kind of promising that there could be a live show in the future. Kirkinoff Minifan News tried to reach out on multiple occasions for comment, but the public relations woman thought it would be a good idea to tell the show what they should do. They're proposing a segment where we would play Fribble Me This and have the Minifans ask questions live on social using the hashtag Hashtag fribble me this. After quite the tongue lashing, Kirk offered a suggestion of an apology and a thousand dollar gift card, which could get the show back into their good graces. We will be waiting for Friendly's response. So much for Southern hospitality as WGOG's Gary Butts refused to let Kirk hit the post while the crew was down in South Carolina. Missing out on a burst of fame, Butts started blocking Minifans, the show, and Kirk himself, and then eventually deleted his entire Twitter account. Speaking of South Carolina, Big Steve couldn't find an appropriate piece of equipment, which caused the show on Monday to be lispy and not as good quality. And after a quick tongue lashing from Kirk, he said that he went to the Super Walmart and admitted to not checking out a Target close by in a later episode. But when he was asked the real questions is when Steve started to struggle. Steve, why did you not go? I thought you were a sports reporter. No, it's it's, uh, Kirk and off Minutant News. We do sports, we do news, we do everything. Uh, yeah, no, I, I thought I, I thought I had the piece of equipment from Walmart that I needed, but it uh, it did not work out, and then I was resolving the internet issues there. Well, you know what they say about thoughts? A man once thought he farted, but he didn't. Let's just hope Steve doesn't make the same mistake again. The rich underscore Mandarin account is under fire as Kirk is unpleased with the content coming from it, mainly being Marvel and sports. The owner of account had no comment when asked on the current status of the famed Twitter handle. 
and put down your dinner as we learn that Jared Carabas loves it when someone samples his brown eye. This story is still in its early stages as the Kirkenoff Minifan Spotlight team is on the case, looking into more. The higher-ups at Barstool are now publicly recognizing the Minifans. Great job at the Minifans. They've shown time and again that they step up. This comes after the Minifans raised $90,000 for the Barstool Fund. There is a new sponsor in the Minifan world as the online language learner Babbel braces this week. Gracias, Kirk, por ser Néstor Podcast Jesús. I learned to say that on Babbel. In the competition world, Kirk Minahan has jumped out to a 2-0-0 lead in Bagger Carcass against Big Steve, and he doesn't plan on stopping anytime soon. I mean, the game of Bagger Carcass, which was invented by George Peterson, uh, is something that I think some people can play and some people can't. And I'm one of these people who, it's like Tiger Woods when he was three years old, or Mozart, or Bobby Fischer. Some people are just born to do this. I was born to play Bagger Carcass. I could have easily been hanging out with Steve and George. Who else in the crew, Steve? Uh, Tommy. Tommy. That I mean, I will never, here's a guarantee. I will never lose a game of Bagger Carcass ever, ever, ever. It will never happen ever. Guarantee. As for the Dozens trivia, Steve now claims he was only joking about kicking Carabas off the team, and the three are still waiting for a call from Jeff D. Lowe to find out when they will be back on the Dozens trivia. I'm Andrew Augustus, Kirkenoff Minifan News. Be sure to send in your tips to at Andrew Augustus or at Kirken underscore off. Now back to Buddy and Blind Mike's Daddy. Joining us now, Blind Mike's Daddy, is one of the hosts of All in the Minna Family, the Saturday night show taking over the KMS YouTube. Madawaska Rob, how's it going? It's going good, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. <laughs> great. Great. Um, so before we uh, get too far into this interview, uh, I mean, we're 20 seconds in, even less now. Um, Blind Mike's daddy might have to step out because he really wants to get this fucking prank call in and it's his whole life thing. I don't know. It's, it's a big thing. I, do, I do it for the fans. I do it for the fans. I've <laughs> never called. I've never had the balls to call. I, I saw, I'd turn into a puddle of mush on air if I, if I ever got on. I, I feel like you have the kind of voice, too, that he's going to know it's you, you know? Yes, and, right and, away. And, yeah. uh, and you know what? That takes us to, to a pretty good first question because he talks about knowing your mom and he also also talks about um, like like how you talk to him and like for like 20 minutes in like Madawaska about like trying to get into the business. How much of that story is like, is uh, exaggerated? Uh, well, I would say he knows my mother. So my mother actually used to be, like he said, the secretary type ish person at uh, Comcast Sportsnet. Mm -hmm. She worked there for about 17 years uh, when it was really good. It had Felger and Holly and Tangway and Dickerson and, um, and he would come in for the guest spots uh, every once in a while. And she always was fond of Kirk. She would say how much of a nice guy he is. And then I was a fan of him on the radio with Jerry and, and um, John Dennis. And my mother would say, you know, that's not really how he is. Like, he's a very, very nice person. <laughs> and, you know, and uh, so I took her word for it. And, um, and he's also from Winchester, Mass. I'm from Woburn, Mass, right next door. And uh, so, like, when I made, when I talked about, seeing him play high school basketball like that's not a lie like i actually did see kirk Manahan play high school basketball mm -hmm. um so that's not a lie um i did talk to him at the vfw for i would say it was a one minute conversation like <laughs> one and a half minute conversation um and i asked him just plain simple just you know is there you know do you have any advice whatsoever and he said uh just be yourself and just just do everything i think he said do everything don't say no to anything so if someone asks you to do something, do it. So uh, that's what I've done. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever anybody says. I'll say yes to anybody hmm. just to get on there. So yeah. So maybe we should ask him to come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to have done it. But, so <laughs> yeah, he probably shit on me. But uh, so you said you you watched, obviously you said you just stated that you watched Kirk play basketball. Hmm. Uh, is the hype real? Was he good? Yeah, he was a good player. Um, scrappy. Like I said, my father – Manners always Manners ragged on me because he said I was making up the story. And then I think Kirk went on Manners' show or it was like the Minifan mashup or something and also said my story was bullshit. But my father's probably said five five times a game. You know, I like the way that guy plays basketball. And he actually did say that about Kirk. Um, but he was a good that – was, that was some good basketball in the Middlesex League, basketball back in the day. Um, and I've watched basketball. I think I started going when I was like six or seven until the time I played, actually got to play basketball, and it was, you know, it was fun. So you didn't play against him or anything like that? No, no, no. He okay. is, um, I think he's like six or seven years 
let's see, because I was, yeah, because he was 17. I was like 10 or 11. I think I was in like okay. sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When did you start listening to Kurt? Um, on the weekends on EEI, I listened to him, you know, whenever I was in the car doing stuff on the weekends. And uh, I just thought he was so much better than the guys that they had. I remember, you remember Danny Picard at all? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, Danny Picard. Yeah, yeah, that's what I love about him. He was terrible, but I just love that fucking shit. Me too. He's one of the only guys that I can say has, like, a thicker Boston accent than I do. Uh, So, yeah, him and um, I think Christian Arcan might have been on the weekend, but then they always had Johnson and Mustard. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then they added Kirk to the mix, and I thought he was really good. And then I I followed him for then, and then when he became the third person on the – Dennis and Callahan show because I had always listened to Dennis and Callahan. My father was always a huge Dennis and Callahan guy. So driving to school and he was always having on in the morning. It was either that or uh, Don Imus was on yeah. there too. He used to listen to him all the time. And um, so, yeah, so I was a fan of them. And then he was, you know, he was fantastic on that show with Jerry. And uh, yeah, so I've been a fan since. I think um, just this, so this is something that Kirk might kill me for. Um, I used to like Christian Arcan, dude. Like, you, like in those spots, like I know he's like a little bit exaggerated, you know. But I, but I never thought he was like terrible. I'd rather listen to him than fucking Dale. No, oh, come on. That's I I'd know, rather listen to my. Softball, I'd yeah. rather listen to friggin' you know nails on a chalkboard than listen to Dale. I don't talk about anything. He, I think he's the worst. I think we talked about it today. Uh, I think it was Brian. Someone's. I think it was Blind Person Mike said, you know, listening to this show with Dale Arnold, Rich Keith, and Andy Hart is is terrible. And I, uh, I said. Andy Hot's a great guy, and I think he would be good. He's good with Mutt. Like, he's really good with Mutt. And Dale is the anti-Kirk, where Dale just makes everybody worse, where Kirk makes everybody better. That's a, He's like the anti-Kirk, like, in, on the air, you know? So, this, uh, I'm glad you said that, because I actually had this question. I was, I was hoping we could get there. Um, you already famously are the second person on the uh, Kirk death pool this year. Are you <laughs> scared at all you're going to be on it again? Because he fucking hates Andy Hart. He's such a fucking bore. That you, yeah. know, you know, the, the shit he's going to say is going to fucking obliterate That's all right. you. <laughs> I don't care. I'm a sporto. So, like, there's nothing. I mean, is I, I can't, you can't hide that. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm a huge sporto. But, yeah, no, it was definitely interesting. I remember I woke up. So, I had woken up to uh, a bunch of messages, text messages, Facebook messages, and, uh, like, Twitter messages saying, you know, Holy shit! You gotta listen to the episode. I can't mm-hmm. believe Kirk aborted you. Like my buddies from my buddies from home were on Facebook, and they say oh, Kirk aborted you today. I just listened to it on my way to work, and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> and I rolled over and I turned it on, and I listened to the whole thing. And my wife was laying next to me, wide awake. She's looking at me. I'm looking at her. <laughs> she she says she goes to me. You're not gonna listen to the podcast anymore, right? Like this is it. It's over. Like you're done. <laughs> I go what? What are you kidding me? She goes honor. Yeah, she goes, well, I mean, you're not doing the show on Saturday because me and Tim were supposed to do the show that Saturday, the first one. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean I'm not doing the show? Of course I'm doing the show. She goes, that was terrible. That made me so uncomfortable. I go, who gives a fuck? Like, you really give a shit? So that was funny. But then even letting my wife listen to it, I thought it was bad. But then letting my mother and my father listen to it was like even worse because my father was pissing his <laughs> pants laughing, pissing his pants laughing. <laughs> And my mother had her mouth wide open, and I'm like, "Mom, you just gotta lean into it. It's just like, it is what it is. This is this is this is comedy. This is what it is." She's like, "I can't believe he said that about you." And I'm like, "Relax, you know, <laughs> I, fucking, universe. fucking relax." Yeah, right. I, I m- yeah. maybe I missed it, but um, did you ever like amend your comments like like that got you? Yeah, aborted? because like I guess I just didn't. I when I think of saying um, the devil's advocate, mm-hmm. I always take that to mean that. I imply that the person I'm advocating for is wrong. Like, cause I, yeah, I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, uh, cause you, cause you're taking literally advocating for the devil. So I, the devil's always wrong. You would think, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, what did you want? I can't just sit there and just agree with Justin all the fucking time. I mean, yeah. I'm as, I'm a suck pup as it gets. I, <laughs> I wa- I listen to the show every day. I like the show every day. I have no complaints about the show other than Steve sometimes being a cunt, but you know, <laughs> I really don't have too many complaints. So, uh, you know, it's. It, I just didn't want to sit there and agree with them, so I was just giving the side of the person that I thought was wrong in the first place. So if that, if I amend it, yes, that that amending it, one hundred percent. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. very very much for charity in any type of kind. So, right. so I know. Yeah. I know, oh, sorry. I, I just yeah. didn't like, and not, not to like shit on those guys, but like I kind of just didn't really understand where like BA was coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, like so I, when I heard it, I actually kind of like agreed with Kirk, but they, they obviously cut those cuts like. 
like there's no context to that. So what right. I have, I have heard what he said. So I'm like, I'm like, wait, how does Rob agree with these dudes? Do you know what I yeah. mean? But like, I know, yeah, yeah. I know. If you go back and listen, I say, I think I actually start off the conversation with, I 100% agree with Kirk, and I do not agree with these guys. But you know, this is the point I think they're trying to make. It was just what I was getting to, and I, I, in you know. Someone cut it up, and they said it to him, because there's no way Kirk listens to the whole show. He might, but, I mean, come on. I don't think yeah, he can he listen. Around, yeah. I can't believe you listen to Justin for, for a half hour <laughs> straight. I mean, that's as tough as it gets. So, um, yeah, I like in like I said, I, I definitely disagreed with the person, but I was just trying to, because I like B.A., and I like I like everybody. That's why Kirk hates me so much sometimes, because I, I don't, why would I, I don't like, I like everybody. There's not really too many people I don't like, and, it's not an act. It's not a shtick. It's just there's no reason to not like anybody in this world, in my opinion, anyways. You know, it's do, just. Do you whatever. agree with his assertion that you can't be mean to your friends or like about your friends? Um, I guess, but I just maybe. I know I mean, it's tough. I, I know what you mean. I just like everybody. You know what I mean, <laughs> I don't really care because I always come from. I've always been like that. Uh, Actually, I can't say I've always been like that. I was that I was a bastard for a while, but I had then I had two daughters, and I'm just as soft as mo- like ice cream now. I just have nothing in me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's probably right about that. I just I'm a I'm a fence sitter, man. I just sit in the middle, and I like to see everybody's side, which sometimes you get you aborted violently, and, and you got to take it, which is fine, which is fine. So you've made an interesting comment in this conversation. So you say you like every episode, or like every. Sh- episode of kms yep but like episode like monday and wednesday where where the, the sound quality isn't isn't too good and trust me i know about sound quality <laughs> not being the greatest um what were your thoughts on like monday and wednesday's episode thus far because wednesday's episode was unique within itself because it was recorded on on a cell phone so are you still satisfied with those episodes yeah, Monday was great because it's because it just ripped Steve. So I mean, I can never, <laughs> you, you can never, you can never, you can never, never go wrong in that category. Just sit there and rip Steve for a little while. Um, so that was fun. And Mike and I love Mike. So listening to him is always having him on even is good. Um, and even when he's, Mike always played a good like awkward third third wheel when Kirk and Steve went at it kinda. Mm-hmm. And it was even more awkward because they weren't together. So. Like Mike trying to jump in and then staying away and then trying to jump in and staying away. It was pretty funny. Um, Wednesday was a little different, but, I mean, I'm in the car listening to it, so half the time I thought it was my own car. I was like, holy shit, is that my <laughs> sound or the other sound? Um, and when I listened to it the first time, I didn't really notice too much. And then when I listened to it the second time, I guess, I, I could hear it a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Any content from Kirk is better than any content listening to the fucking Dale Arnold on the radio. You know what I mean? That's, right. those, those are the choices. It's like put on EEI and listen to them talk about next year's quarterback for the Patriots or listen to Kirk and Steve play bag, bag and caucus. You know, right. so yeah. you got to go with the bag and caucus. BMD? Uh, shit. So do we want to get into his – you can cut this out, buddy, but do we want to get into the what happened on the first episode of All in the Family or did you have anything else you wanted to ask? Um, no, no, we can do that. That All works. Right. Um so uh, we talked about it. You're, you're the co-host of All in the Family with, with Tim Rizzles, a guest of the program, a, f- uh, a friend of ours, excuse me. Um, be- so before we get too far into kind of what happened on episode one, where'd you get that abortion toilet? Oh, that is uh, my first daughter. We got it. It's like uh, they have these fake potties that you can do for potty training. <laughs> and um, it actually makes a flushing sound and everything. And uh, <laughs> She didn't even use it. I think she sat on it one time and started screaming, crying, and that was it. And then we just said, fuck it, go to the real toilet. And um, so it's been sitting in my basement. And it's funny because before I came up with the idea, my wife said to me, oh, she's going to stop potty trading soon. I wonder if that toilet's going to work. And right away, like a thought in my head clicked, like, there we go. That would be perfect. That's a perfect little background. And um, so I put it in there. Didn't even tell her about it. So she came downstairs right before the first episode was about to go on. And <laughs> she goes, what the fuck is that? And she looked, and then she looked at me, and she realized exactly what it was. And she's, she goes, you're just a sick, sick, sick fuck. And I'm like, you married me. You know what I mean? We've been together for 11 years. You know what you get yourself into. But uh, And the knife's, the knife's ruined now, too. It's just covered in red blood. That was the other thing. She goes, is this a, is this a good knife? Go, we don't have any bad knives. So, I mean, what the, what the fuck, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's where that came from so so how in tune um is your wife with the minifan world like is she into it 
or yeah. she just listen when you listen she doesn't listen to the show she only right. she's only listened to the show probably like four or five times just when honestly when he's mentioned my mother or me uh on the show i just i, I play for her and other than that she knows about everything that's going on topic wise because i talk to her about it every night and <laughs> she laughs and she and i mean she's married to me so she can't take life too seriously so she so she uh so she she listens to all the stories and she laughs at all the pictures and all the videos i mean when i used to do the show on youtube the some insane news show i used to say she's my like she's an ed, like an editor she's a producer of the show because she would watch the show from beginning to end just to make sure everything was okay like i that it wasn't too too offensive <laughs> and awesome. yeah and now she does the same thing with this show where i play for her after and she'll like even last week i forget i said something and she kind of looked at me and she was like yeah that was close and i was like all right well now i know next time not to do that but yeah, that's the line yeah yeah so she knows so she knows she knows everything that's going on but she doesn't listen to the show so um, did you go to did you go to Saco? Yes, I was in Saco the first night. Did you did you bring the family with you, or was it just? Uh... No, it was just me. I played golf with all those guys. Uh, oh, okay. During the day, and then I, um, yeah, those guys were awesome. I played with it was in my foursome. It was Shank, uh, Hoodie, and one of Hoodie's Shank. buddies. Rock Opera was there. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> who else was there. It was awesome. It was a very 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 fun day. Blind Mike came and did the. Um, inaugural inaugural drive. Yeah. Oh, and he whiffed like three times. I said, "Wow!" I I, I was giving him ten times. He was gonna take the hit. It so, but yeah. So I did that, and then I went to uh, checked into some shitbag motel that <laughs> I had to. I should have had the neon light out with me to fucking check for the for all the fluids <laughs> that were floating around there. But um, checked you, into a motel and then just went right to the right right to the show. Oh, so you, so you didn't go to Mike and the Minute fans on Friday. No, I did not. No, I uh, I just could get up there on Saturday. Yeah, like yeah. I said, my, my wife is awesome. She let me go to Madawaskar. I was up there. She lets me do whatever I want, but she I couldn't pull the two day weekend in the middle of the pandemic. Yes. She's only she's only giving me the one day. <laughs> so, where did where did you come up with uh, Rob from Madawaskar? How did that come about? Yeah, so I never had Twitter. I had it. I think I had it maybe a year and a half, two years uh, before. And just under, like, Rob Doherty. I mean, I didn't even know how it worked. And I just would go on there and for sports and wrestling. I would just follow those two things. <laughs> and um, and then when I was going up to Madawaska, my wife said to me, you have to have a way to communicate with these people that are going to be up there because you're 11 hours away, middle of nowhere. Your cell phone might, like, who knows what's going on? You have to be able to figure out what's going on. So I was sitting at Big Rick's. The very first night, I actually got up there Thursday night because the blizzard was coming, and I called the hotel, booked an extra night. I told, called my wife. I'm like, I gotta go now, or I'm gonna get stuck. And I left on Thursday. So on Thursday night, there was only about four or five Minifans at the bar, and so I was there. Everybody left at ten o'clock. I was at Big Rick's till one thirty with just Rick <laughs> and his wife pounding pounding Bud Lights in shots, shots of Fireball, and and I and that was where it was created. I I said I gotta get Twitter. And I did Madawaska Rob because why the hell not? And it stuck. Can you talk about the experience at Madawaska? So, like, how was Big Rick's? How was the ice fishing? Because mm -hmm. uh, we're coming up on the year anniversary. I know. I just had to cancel my hotel rooms. I had, oh. I had, I had three weekends worth of hotel rooms booked because I didn't know when it was going to be. <laughs> so right. I was covering myself. So right after Christmas, I canceled all of them. Um, oh. It was awesome. It was an experience that I'll like. It's an experience that you don't think you'll ever have and probably will never happen again because now I know these people because I literally I didn't know anybody, no one. And just bought a ticket, just bought one ticket, booked a hotel room. I saved DEC's um, best of for the whole way up there. You know, it was it was like eight hours long. It was awesome. And got up there, like I said, that Thursday night, got wasted Thursday night, woke <laughs> up Friday morning, got lunch at Big Rick's. Then got then saw Mike and Justin and all those guys that just pulled into town. Had some more drinks. Went back. Took a nap. It was, it was. You don't see anything like that. You just go up there with strangers. Like no one knew anybody. We go up there just sharing a common interest and then have a, like a balls for the three nights. It was just awesome. It's honestly, I I know uh, by Mike's daddy. You're a big wrestling guy, so. Yeah. It's it's honestly like a wrestling crowd where you know you can just go to a wrestling event and you automatically just feel close to people because you're all sharing in an interest that not a lot of people have. 
you know? Right. Yep. And it's yeah. like the crowd's crazy, and you can just get into chance. You can just drink beers with everybody. It's similar to that, where it's just you have this closeness with people that you just don't even know because of something that you follow and you love. So I think uh, I've seen Blind Mike's daddy wrestle with somebody at, at, uh, yeah. <laughs> at World's Greatest Bar before fucking WWE in Boston, you know? I'm, I'm <laughs> fairly certain. Yeah, I love wrestling, too. I, I, we're, I think, yeah, we're on the group. We're on the wrestling chat together. Yeah, with uh, yeah. Joe from Virginia. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's let's talk about that first All in the Family epi- All in the Minute Family episode. So, um, just I mean, I'm sure by now everybody knows, but basically the last ten minutes of the show, Justin hops in the fucking live feed <laughs> and is like, for, he first he jumps in the comments um, and he's like, what the fuck is this? Then he jumps <laughs> on the show and is like, yo, I'm about to shut you guys down because I'm basically a baby back bitch. And then, um, <laughs> oh, damn, Steve's gonna cut that. <laughs> um, and then and then he jumps on again and ends it. So in 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 between Justin's two appearances, Tim walks off for about 15 seconds. Cullinane fucking is ripping Justin like a new asshole. And what's going through Madawaska Rob's head? <laughs> it's just funny because the thing is with Justin, and Justin's one of these people, I've met him, we've hung out five or six times in the last year. So, and we're not just hung out, like we've talked, like I've had conversations with Justin. I've had more conversations with Justin than I have with friends from home. So... <laughs> I know he's not a, like a malicious person, so he's not doing it with like malice. He just thinks that he he always he's nervous and he always does it with his heart. So he's thinking like these guys talk about Jerry's podcast. Kirk's not gonna like this. I gotta get this out of here before I get in trouble. Yeah. Which I mean, I get. I guess. I the, mean, the, the one the, <laughs> the one point I defended him for was at least he took a stand. Like I could see Kirk right. being like, at least you stood up for yourself. At least you took a stand. You thought it was a bad idea. It was a bad idea for, to pull it. <laughs> but like at least you fucking like did that, you know. Yeah. But Kirk yeah. didn't even give him that. <laughs> no, because because I, I I was thinking the same thing. Kirk's thinking like I have been. I, I met. I've hung out with Justin. I go on his Monday wrap up shows. I'll, I'll go on Justin and the Minute Fans if he needs people. So he knows. Like, he knows me. He knows I'm a good guy. He knows I'm not going to, like, me and Tim aren't going to do something to put him in trouble. And we actually had the conversation before. We said to Justin, like, Justin, if you can produce this show right, we have a lot of ideas. We got a lot of people that want to contribute. We got videos. We got, we got parody songs that get rejected by Steve. We have everything. If you can produce this right, like, it's going to, we're going to all going to be very good. Like, I think it's going to look good for you. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, it's not just going to be, Go on, um, uh, go on StreamYard, talk to three people, and end it. Like mm-hmm. you, you could, you could be proud of this. And uh, so it was just bananas. And then I know all the times that he was on in the past. So I know the bullshit that he's put on that stupid fucking YouTube channel. <laughs> so, so it's like, wait a minute. I watched Justin eat like four thousand calories at McDonald's. I watched Justin. I listened to Justin and watched Justin talk about jerking off on a chicken patty. Like, I think oh. I, I think Dave Cullinane is a little bit more relevant and entertaining than either one of those things. So, yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? So, that was that. And like, I don't know. I like having. A conversation. So if Cullinane, and like Kirk said, yeah, it's stupid, but Cullinane is awesome and he's entertaining and he has stories. And if you just let him talk, it's like the best Dave. So it's like, you know, that's what we were looking to get. And uh, I just wanted to get my questions in. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but right at, if you go back and watch, like right after Justin comes in the first time and Tim walks off and VD's like, what the fuck? I know that. I, just jumping again. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. VD's fucking reaction was my favorite part because he, he's just like staring like like off camera like he's in the office. I laughed so fucking hard. Sorry. Yeah, guys. and he said and he said the same thing. And he was like, I watched Jay and Justin watch Star Wars for three <laughs> for three hours on the same YouTube channel. And uh, so right after that happens and everything was crazy, I rattled off like four questions in a row real mm-hmm. fast to Cullinane because I was like, you know what, I got him here, and not that I can't ask him like in like in a chat or whatever, but. I, I have him here. I want to get these questions on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know how it is. You want to, like, at least listen to him talk about... I'm interested in, like, Kirk's fans against Jerry's fans. And, like, does he get DMs from 65-year-old Republicans? Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like this, oh, like you know how he'd get DMs from our, our crazy asses? Like, does he get DMs from, like, lunatic Jerry fans, too? Like, stuff like that. I wanted <laughs> to know that. So that was running through my head. I was just like, what the fuck? As, so. as someone who was watching along, I know that this is a stupid... Probably a stupid question... But um, did you guys ever think All in the Minute Family was one and done? Like, I, I say that because John kind of right away was like, no, this is going to Minnesota Intel channel, you know? 
Right. And I and John's awesome. John's John's one of my yeah, of John's one of my best buddies in this whole in this whole universe. Uh he does he'll he'll help you out in the drop of a hat. But um I didn't I guess I didn't even know at that time I didn't even think about it cuz I again, well it's cuz I don't know if you guys have this, but like you could ask but Kirk the next day because you never know how Kirk's going to react to something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know. So like maybe he was pissed. Because originally when me when we were talking I said, Tim, he had to have gotten a text message from Kirk or Steve to say, shut it off. Like, that was our, that was my original thing. That's totally plausible. Right? That, that's the only way I could have seen that happening. So, like, because I didn't think it would act, he just did it. Because, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. So, I mean, so fuck, I guess I, that's it. It's over. You I know? thought the theory floating around that it, that it was Steve's call, like, made mm-hmm. more sense, but, but both of them make perfect, perfect sense. Right. And so, that's what we were thinking. So if that was the case, we were definitely like, no, we're definitely not doing another one because he doesn't even want us to do another one. He doesn't, he doesn't give a shit either way, but, he, you know, whatever. Whatever he didn't like, he's not going to want us to do it again. And um, so, yeah. And then I went on John from Scranton's uh, uh, show there. I don't even know what's called. It's not a podcast, but whatever it's called. Well, yeah, I, th- I think he, did, he just put up a stream. Do, do you actually want to talk about that conversation? Because that yeah. was, that was uh, I think, Blind Mike's daddy's next question because he yeah. was, he was asleep. I was watching the stream. Do you want to, do you want to kind of talk about what, what your conversation was going on? Yeah, I mean, I was furious at that point because, like, it, it just had set in rich. what had happened. I was pissed. I was pissed because, as you guys know, I mean, I can tell you guys prepare. You don't, you, you, don't get, you don't get paid. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm doing it for free. So even if it's two hours that it takes me, it's two hours that I could have been doing something else. And mm. I just wanted to – it's a hobby, and we like doing it, and I like Tim. So – we put some time in. Not only that, but we gave I personally because I deal with all the behind all the producing bullshit. I personally gave Justin a three-page, detailed minute-by-minute outline of what the show was going to be, like mm-hmm. on Thursday of that week. Then a half hour before the show, we went over everything. Like I made him put up each video, each picture that we needed, all that stuff. So I didn't understand why he knew what, what it was going to be. Like the questions that we had on the piece of paper that I gave him were, Dave, if your wife and kids leave for an hour, what porn site do you go to and what category do you go yeah. to? Like, so it was clear as day. It was, there was, there was, and there was three Kirk questions at the end, like all relating to Kirk and Jerry and, and things that happened. And so like, yeah. how, how I, like, it just frustrates me, like how, like stuffy Justin was about that, you know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. he was like pretty, like pretty, yeah. like dickish when he when he hopped in. But yeah. just like, like he's like, oh, we're asking Dave Cullinane about porn and HGTV, and it's like, yeah, like do you, you know, do you know anything about Cullinane? Like, right. not that I know anything about his porn habits, but like this right. dude's everywhere. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. ask him whatever you want. Right. No, it's like I said, it's he's coming from. He's always coming. He's the type of guy that at least I know is always coming from the right place. Mm-hmm. So. Again, my first instinct was, I guess, some Steve texted him and said, "Get it out of there." Like so that that was my first instinct. And then I guess after the show, after a bunch of people, like, there's no way they texted him to tell him that because you guys were not doing anything that would be remotely, like, would remotely warrant that. So that was like within the first, that was within like the ten minutes I just lost my mind because I was sitting there with notes and like me and Tim had a bunch of stuff and we wanted to talk to Cully and just have a good time and like. We had a bunch, we wanted to get the calls going and like get just fucking good conversation and uh and he did that. But again, forgive and forget. For, I think we gave it to him enough. Yeah. For what like uh like what you guys were doing, if Kirk was really mad about that, he he wouldn't go to censor you. He'd go he'd give you guys like a tongue lashing on Monday. You know right. what I mean? He'd he'd right. like just rip right fucking through you if he really was like, Why the fuck do you have Jerry's producer on there? You know what I mean? Right. So, exactly. Yeah, DMV. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you talked about you, you during this con- this recent conversation you, about the prep that goes into that that you put into the show. Yeah. So talk us through that prep. You said you wrote a three pages that you had to send to Justin. What what's yeah. going on? Yeah, because I'm I, I'm a I mean I'm a sales guy, business guy. Yeah. So I do powerpoints. I like pres- I do presentations all day, every day. I've been doing it forever, and I always think the more prepared you are, the smoother it's going to go. So and that's what we want because. Just like watching Justin and the Minifans was torture. Just watching him like slog through fucking trying to cycle through people. It's it was torture, and we don't want torture. We just want to move from segment to segment, give you some good stuff. And 
in order to do that, you need to you need to prep. So you need to do some type of prep. I mean, not only that, but this week, last week alone, because the first week wasn't as bad because we didn't really. I didn't have like a video to put out because I, I I wanted to put that video about Justin the last week. Mm -hmm. So that took some time because I had to go back watch all the YouTube clips, you know, uh, screen screen grab everything, and then edit it up and stuff. So that that took a little bit longer, but. I just like to be prepared. So I just, I'd rather be prepared than be sloppy. Like you guys. I mean, you guys have these questions. So just, just, I never liked the unpreparedness of Justin and the Mid fans, of Mike and the Mid fans, like all that stuff. I'd just rather everybody be prepared and know what's going to happen, you know? Even if it sucks, because people think it sucks. Good. Fucking think it sucks. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't give a shit. So can you, can you describe to us what All in the Family is? So for, for those new listeners, yeah, and new people to the Kirkman Hand universe. What's all in the family about? So all it's it's all in the Minna family. So okay. and yeah, and I'll give Tim full credit with that with that uh, with that title because we had been kicking around so much. We we're gonna do like Saturday Night Minna fans and Saturday Night Live with the Minna fans. Like couldn't really <laughs> think of it. We wanted to do sad, uh like old school wrestling Saturday Night Main Event. We we're gonna oh. do like a kind of like yeah. that logo. And uh, Tim just said, "What about all in the Minna family?" I was like, holy shit, that's fucking perfect. And right away, I could think about two faces on Edith and Archie Bucky, uh, <laughs> Archie Bucca. And so it took off from there. And what we just, we really wanted to just make it about everybody in the miniverse. There's everybody who has any type of talent, uh, you know, videos, and even the people like all the YouTube shows between anal and better than it used to be and channel zero and you know you guys and and uh what's what's the other one that just started the other podcast you guys mentioned at the beginning um off the record off the record like that type of stuff like why not just get everybody involved and just and have one show where it can kind of be a little bit wacky you can do some different stuff and have mm -hmm. each show be different and that's what we're trying to do so like I said, this week we have um, we have a parody song that didn't get played by Steve that we think is pretty good. Um, we have a couple interviews. Uh, we have a couple be a man videos again because we because Harmon's <laughs> ha Harmon's our guy and he's hilarious. So do, do you get, finally have a challenger uh, for the gallon challenge? So or, or a, yes, a, a contestant. Excuse me. We do have a contestant, and it happens to be Justin. So, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you yeah. want to talk about the challenge and the reward and stuff? Yeah, so that was Tim's idea. Tim and Tim just he said I got cuz cuz we honestly text back and forth 10 times a day with we have stuff that could probably last till friggin' June with like stupid shit that's <laughs> just like skits and stuff that we want to do. And uh this was one of the things where he was in the McChicken challenge, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. And we all had a good time with that. And I think everybody enjoyed watching. It was fun. And uh, so he wanted to do something like that. And he said, when I was younger, I did a, a milk challenge. I go, what oh. the fuck is a milk challenge? That's going to be gross. He said, he goes, <laughs> he goes you got to drink a gallon of milk in an hour. And I said to him, what happened when you did that? And he said his eyes felt like they were going to pop out of his head. He said he puked. He said he puked for like three days. Not like three <laughs> hours. Like three days he felt like shit. And... I immediately said, absolutely, let's fucking do it. Whoever, I don't know, whatever. So he said, I, let's, let's, do, let's start off, 200 bucks. And then I think he said every other, every week, if it doesn't work, every, if, if, they don't, if they don't get it, you just add $15 or whatever every week until mm -hmm. someone does it. People oh, think it's easy. It's not a GoFundMe. It's not. Did you watch they, Jackass when they did that? They were yeah. Up all <laughs> uh, people think it's easy. I'm like, I, I can't imagine. And the other thing, too, it's whole milk. Yeah, so it's not point. it's not going to be two percent and one percent. This is legit. I, no, this is like straight out of Sheldon's cow's fucking <laughs> penis. That's where the milk is coming I, from. I, I tweeted at Tim. I was like, I was like, hey, I know earlier in the week you were you were saying whole milk, but this you know little blurb doesn't say whole milk. So can I do it with one percent? And then he uh, never he never responded. I was like, all right, well, fine. <laughs> I, I don't want to throw up anyway. So there's a bunch of people reaching out, and they said Tim has his. I can't message Tim if I'm not as if I don't follow him. And I'm like, what a dink. What an absolute <laughs> dink. So everybody's messaging me. I go, this isn't my thing. Get a message to him about it. It's got yeah. nothing to do with it. But <laughs> it should be good. We got, yeah. So we're going to try to have him either. We're going to try to have him in the picture the whole time, but he can't talk. Yeah. So and we also have, and he, <laughs> but he's in a segment this month. This, this week we're doing, um, we're doing Justin and Nustin's top five. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. So they're both giving us top five and it's their top five smells. 
So, so we, so, so we're gonna see what that's gonna sound like. Pussy. I can't, I, I, we, we told him he can only answer pussy for one. He can't do, he can't do yeah, pussy yeah. five times. He can't do pussy five times. But uh, he can't sell out. Yeah. So he's, so they're gonna be doing that already, and then he's gonna be drinking the milk while the whole, whole thing's going on. The other thing too is, last week was an hour. The week before was like forty-five minutes because we got cut off. But I want to be closer to the forty-five minute mark. Like we, uh, we, like it's in that prepared minute by minute detailed outline. It's 45 to 50 minutes long. That's what that's what we want to look for um, because I, we wanted to keep it under an hour. So that's the other thing. So if even if he's getting close, we could just say, fuck it, show's over, and just fucking end the show. So, <laughs> so I just want to see him puke one time. But if he didn't, if he didn't puke eating all that McDonald's, then maybe he's not going to puke eating me, so drinking this. So. Yeah. Never know. BMD? Oh, I'm excited for this weekend's YouTube show. I, I want to see. I, he better stay on fucking screen when he throws up you better not go off to the side that's one of the things tim <laughs> said they have to do is puke on cam oh yeah he that's pukes on of, I, th- yeah. Uh, I think he i think we're gonna make him if he pukes off if anybody pukes off of cam they have to they have to match the amount of money that's in there Ooh, oh jesus nice. right so that's gonna have to start a gofundme for that i know ziggy ziggy's <laughs> the gofundme king so i think ziggy's getting yeah. ready for some gofundme <laughs> nice do you have yeah. any questions for us uh yeah, how do you guys like doing it so far? You like this? Is it fun? Do you guys do it every Thursday night? Uh, we usually do every Friday, but I uh, I work in like in a job where I can get frozen at work, mm-hmm. so like we so we're kind of trying to move to Thursday nights just to make sure that when I work Friday we can have everything done. Like so, God forbid I can post it at midnight, you know, Friday night or something. Yeah. But um, I I honestly I'm having a lot of fun doing it. BMD had reached out probably like two months before when we were in soccer. We kind of had already talked about whether or not we were, like, going to make this podcast. And I was like, no, nah, like, no one wants to listen to this shit. And it's true, they don't. But I'm, I'm having fun <laughs> <Exactly>. fucking making <laughs> it. <laughs> I, do, I say the same thing. I'm like, I don't give a shit if anybody watches this. Like, it's basically, especially during the pandemic. I mean, what the yeah. fuck else are you going to do? I mean, you can't. It's so depressing because I'm a big, I'm a, I love going out to bars. I love sports, concerts, everything, wrestling events. This is the first, I can't, this is the first year in my whole entire life that I, haven't gone to a wrestling event. It was last year. It was just wow. terrible. Because, I mean, I used to travel a lot for work um, and used to go to all parts of the country. And for a solid year, I followed NXT wherever they went. So wherever NXT was, I would make a business trip out of it, and I'd go down there and watch three shows, two or three shows. And it uh, was House shows? And, yeah, house, like shows. house shows. We saw, oh, yep. so we saw cool, NXT yeah. Brooklyn uh two i think it was on yeah, fucking two. Yeah. i was there that was i was there for that one that was when Sh- when shinsuke beat uh samoa joe yeah and he broke yeah. his fucking jaw i was yeah, there we was were there wild. together how yeah. crazy is that yeah. no yeah. that was i they off. they fucked up shinsuke so bad right now. oh the, let's not I even mean, get into it dude they fuck up everything i don't understand like the transition from nxt to wwe how difficult and why it doesn't work and i know mr mcmahon likes to put his fingers in everything I, and this might not be relevant to our podcast, but let's talk about it because I yeah. enjoy talking wrestling. <laughs> but but I just don't fucking understand. Like, Triple H cultivates these guys at PC. They get these guys ready with promo classes, training, because it's different now. Like, I don't know if you heard Undertaker on Joe Rogan. Like, he, sa- he even said that the product is soft. Yep. So, but you get, you get a guy like that who has tenure, who's been around the business in New Japan. He can put on a wrestling match. Yes, he can't talk on a mic, but you can get him a fucking manager that knows what the fuck to do. Yo, yeah, where's his I mean? Mr. Fuji, dude? It's unbelievable. Right. I so I I wrote. Uh, I don't know if you're, you're familiar with Wade Keller at all. Uh, yeah, yeah. P, yeah, PW yeah. Torch, dude. Yeah, go yeah. back. Yeah, Google Google Robert Darty, and uh, mm-hmm. I wrote I wrote a weekly NXT column for him for about a year and a half. And, oh wow. Uh, wow! Yeah, right. Right when NXT was on fire, and uh, and right. I it was so good, it. and then you ruin so it now. Then. You ruin oh. it because you have to do two hours of shows. Just think about, right? but just think about, uh, just think about all the people that he fucked. I so I used to have, and I used to go by Angry Wrestling Fan. I used to comment on every article on every website and just rip Vince McMahon because I hate him. Him and LeBron James are <laughs> my two the two most hated people I hate in the, in the world. You it's, know what I mean? I I hate yeah. them so much. It's kind because, of unfair though, because yeah. Mr. McMahon is the one that kind of created the universe. But he's like he's he's yeah. But that like was like that twenty know years ago. Give it up. Yeah. It's that's what I mean. He he yeah. has over the last ten years. Oh, I wouldn't even say over the last ten years because, well, I guess Daniel Bryan was uh, that was organic. 
See, like yeah. the thing is, Kofi he hates. Kingston. He yeah. hates that stuff. He hates organic things. He hates things that he didn't personally invent, and he's not good enough to invent them anymore. So they don't happen. Like that's why mm. wrestling sucks so bad. And that the WWE, like the the Raw, is the worst fucking wrestling show that has Bray, ever been put ever every week. It's terrible. The Bray, I know, but week. the Bray the Bray Wyatt stuff is good. And I and I'll be yeah. honest with you, I don't watch Raw. I just read the recaps. Yeah. Uh, and the only the only show I'm watching right now is AEW, right? Because that's, that's all I so have time good. for. It's so and good, it, and they're doing a st- and there's a lot of shit that they can clean up on AEW, but they're doing a phenomenal job. Yep. And NXT needs to go back down to one hour, mm-hmm. and needs to get off of USA, and it needs mm-hmm. to have that underground feel to it, like it yep. did. Oh. And the people will still come to watch it because you get someone like Finn Balor, right? Yep. We were there for that. Were you there for SummerSlam the night oh, after? Oh hell yeah, yeah. Okay, fucking, so we, oh my we, god. So where did you guys we, sit? Do you, where were you guys we, sitting? We, we, were we, were we were up high. We were up high. We were up high too. I was up. I was up like uh, I was up. I was up first row in the balcony, like in the corner, and I, yeah. and I, the, I had the glass in front of me, so I was like, uh, like, like, yeah, there was so two seats we, in the row. We were like twenty yeah. rows up. Um, yep, if you're yeah. looking at the t- twenty rows up, for like in the third tier, you know. Yep. Um, yeah. And if you're looking at the Titan Tron to the right, both nights. Yep. So I got, I didn't leave. I was the last person to leave that fucking place because I was so pissed at how miserable <laughs> it was from the night before. You're on such a high, and then that mm. night it was so terrible. Yeah. The worst, the worst ending to anything with Brock Lesnar freaking tapping out freaking Orton was so terrible. That was so. Oh lame. my god. Well, oh. It was. There was. There was some good that came out of it. Unfortunately. Like, you know, Finn Balor, that's the end of his, know, his sucks, WWE yeah. run. After he fucked up his shoulder, forget it, because you lose all momentum. But, right. but the, I mean, I went nuts when AJ Styles beat John Cena, right? That, yeah. was, that, that was that one, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So. This dude is fucking screaming. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, screaming and, like, kid's face. Yeah! 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 <laughs> screaming in, in this it. little kid's face. The night before that, the NXT... That when they were like when singing Shinsuke's song marching out of that place, oh, it God. was friggin' yeah. electric. Yeah. And then I got so I got so drunk that night. I was staying at like the Red Line Hotel, some shitbag hotel in where <laughs> in Newark, New Jersey. And I was with my buddy, and I, I we got Papa John's on the way home, and then we walked back. And I fell asleep outside in the parking lot with my head up against the curb, uh, like on the thing, using it as a pillow. You, you blended it right in. You blended. And my butt and they, and they and, and my buddy my buddy came down and and I I went upstairs like whatever right when the sun came up and my buddy checked out of the hotel and they go your friend with the Sasha Banks shirt on he passed out in front of us he passed out on the thing he's like the guy was yelling at him and shit oh my god I was dying fucking so, dying I, I'm, yeah. before I want to bring up another example really yeah. quick because I'm 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 pissed off now because you got me going but <laughs> so so like let's Bobby Roode okay? oh god oh, don't even get me started fuck another one dude like he had a great oh. song the best uh, yeah, uh, that makes half the wrestlers you have a good intro song that's already half the battle right good so he has yeah. he has he has a fucking great song my daughter's and my they, daughter's they favorite song to, who's my daughter's I, favorite wrestler the, the song the song to me is ruined now like i can't stand yep. it because what he could have been right on the main roster that they just fucking dropped the ball so that's all i have to say I don't have yeah any... no no they 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 they, they bitch because they don't have any heels because they fucking fuck up all their heels like i mean what do you want like bobby Roode, kevin owens like they try to turn them face same thing with charlotte sasha those should be your top heels right there bob i just give you to- i gave you four top heels right the story so i'm yeah, such a and psycho they better not touch bray wyatt they better just no. give bray wyatt full creative control because he is so out there with his ideas that, that Vince McMahon can't even fucking wrap his head around it. It's bringing viewers. Yeah. What they're doing right now with Alexa Bliss is, is unique. It's fantastic. Oh, Do not fuck that up. Do not give fuck me her all day. Uh, she's the only woman I'd leave my wife for. Only Becky woman. Lynch over, <laughs> over Bliss for me. Yeah? Oh, yeah. man. Both of yeah, you can't, can't, go, yeah. wrong. can't yeah. go wrong either way. Yeah. Um, no, but questions for you guys. I... I, I I've listened to every. I think I've listened to every one of your episodes. Um, yeah, and I love. Uh, you know, you guys have been on all my favorites. I love Tim and Canton. He's 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 the balls. Uh, he's my and idol. yeah, he's he's so he's so good. That's one of the best things about listening to and getting to know these people. Steve from Providence, like knowing and talking to Steve from Providence now after listening to him all those years on the radio, after that poem that he read from Mutt. <laughs> that was that was probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard when I was driving my car. I had to pull over and listen to it. And Mutt's in the back are going, am I really have to sit here and take this? And Jerry and Kirk are laughing so hard. <laughs> and, and I just love that stuff and just bringing faces to, 
to the voices to over the years. It's 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 a crazy 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 that's, time. That's that's why I love these live events because you get like you said it's a big family. Yeah. You know we went to Salco. We met so many people and it was so mm -hmm. welcoming. Like it just you're not gonna get this atmosphere anywhere else like you said unless it's like wrestling or something else. But it's just awesome. We right. I, I, we actually literally have like one question left on our sheet. And, oh, yeah, and, go and it kind of goes actually with with what you were just saying. Um. So do you you know being that you're uh like P1 since day one you know. Uh, do you prefer EEI Kirk or or what we have now on Barstool? Oh, what we have now. I mean, what we have Same. now. Yeah, I mean, I do miss him talking sports because he knows so much. Mm -hmm. He has such a. I don't know anybody that knows as much as he does, and that's not like. I mean, again, I'm I'm a kiss ass anyways, but yeah, yeah. I just can't think of anybody that has that much knowledge in their head. I just can't. Between sports, entertainment, everything, he knows everything. So I do miss him talking sports every once in a while, but now it's it's just so unfiltered. It's fantastic. It's just being on the end of the unfilteredness. It was for the first time was fun to like was funny. I mean, thinking about him talking about uh, you know Albert from fucking Rhode Island back oh, in the day. God, yeah. You remember that fucking yeah. drip? Oh yeah. my god, he still calls some every once in a while. And uh, but yeah, no, I prefer Kirk now with the fan base with the live events. And it just allows him to do so many more things. And I and I was a I was a day one barstool guy too. I mean, I actually applied for a sales job and went back and forth with Portnoy. I'm saying like ten years, nine years ago. I don't even know when the hell oh, it was. Wow. Yeah, I remember. My Imagine if you got that job, you could sell for Kirk. Oh, <laughs> you yeah, actually right. have ads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They're doing fine now, but still. Yeah, they're doing fine. But um, yeah, so I I definitely definitely prefer them now to now but back then. When can we uh, so? When can we catch all the minute family? When do you guys usually post it? When is it on YouTube? Every Saturday night, seven o'clock right now. Um, pretty sure it's where it's gonna stay. The reason why I actually have a co host and me are we are co hosting together is because I don't think I can commit to doing every Saturday night at seven o'clock, like once the once the, hopefully the pandemic's over and uh, my wife and my kids kinda take over a little hopefully going on some vacation so but every saturday night at seven o'clock you can find it and i'll i'll say the same thing that i'll say on the show anybody and everybody whatever they want to do freaking let me and tim know because we are down for anything we do pre-taped videos songs the ones that get we want all the songs that get rejected by steve like send them our way we'll fucking <laughs> we'll we'll listen to them we'll play them if we can like music videos um Anything. We really want it to just be everybody involved and, and everybody having a good time. No negative bullshit and just everybody just pounding it and having fun. Pound town. Pound town, baby. Pound, Pound town. town. Thanks so much for coming on, Rob. No, I appreciate it. That was fun. That was real Thank fun. Thank you. Well, I'm excited to say goodbye. Take care. Brush your hair. <laughs> See ya. See ya. So you can edit that, right? Yes, sweetie. No problem. All right. Thanks. <laughs>